Welcome back, my friends, to season two of the Energy and Intuition podcast. I'm your host, Janice Brown. These are going to go deeper. That's right. It's season two. We are back and we're going to explore energy even deeper this season. I hope that it helps you navigate this, embody it, understand it, and use it to your advantage because you are awesome and you are a rock star and you deserve the absolute best. So if you are ready, let's go. Welcome to the Energy and Intuition Podcast. I'm your host, Janice Brown, and I'm an intuition and energy coach, a respiratory therapist, a yoga instructor, and a speaker. This podcast is all about making your life easy because when you understand things from an energetic perspective and you know how your intuition works and feels, things just kind of light up and flow along. It becomes really clear and very, very empowering. So this podcast is all about you and elevating that perspective It's about having that conversation to give us that clarity. We're going to break a lot of things down and have a lot of fun doing it. Here we go. All right, we're back. Hello, everyone. I hope that you have enjoyed the winter break. This is season two. And I do say that because I intentionally, you know, had initially thought I would just take one month off to do some writing and it would be all good. And then we'd be right back. And it turns out I'm kickstarting this again in March, which is when I launched season one, the first ever episode of the Energy and Intuition podcast. So we are back. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for coming back and listening. It means the absolute world to me, to have these conversations with you, to create that ripple, right? Just to trigger a thought of, hmm, maybe I can be different here, or maybe I can clean things up here, or, oh, hey, that makes sense, and that helps me understand myself even more, which is going to make you a better person, which is going to make everyone around you a better person. So I love these conversations for the fact that they create ripples, and those ripples create impact, and it's not always what we think but it's still incredible and powerful in every way. So thank you so much for being here and sharing in these moments and conversations. Okay, today we are going to talk about duality. Now, I've talked about being an empath, and I've talked a little bit about being a highly sensitive person, but energy is your superpower, okay? So when it comes to feeling You are powerful because you can feel a lot and you can break that down and understand it and it is all going to make sense. Now, a lot of us just get overwhelmed by all the feeling and that's okay. We just take it step by step, little by little until we start to understand it and then we start to not take it on and then we start to be our empowered selves. That's how it goes, okay? Now, I want you to notice energy in general. The more we fine-tune it and the more we know it, the more clarity we have. So initially, it's just this big jumbled thing that you feel. You're like, oh my gosh, I feel so much. I don't understand it. I don't know where it's all coming from. I don't know if it's mine. It's probably mine. And now we're going to spiral. We talked in episode one of last year, the very first episode. If you are highly sensitive, if you are an empath, 
the first thing you need to be able to do is separate what is your energy from that of everyone else's. And that you do simply by getting to know yourself, being honest with yourself. I like this. I don't so much like that. This lands and makes sense to me. That doesn't resonate. You know, I actually don't like going out to the bar every Saturday night. You know what? I actually like staying in and reading a book. I enjoy that. Letting yourself feel what you actually like. Letting yourself like it because you authentically like it. And giving yourself permission to not like what you don't like. So that's how you start to get to know yourself. And then you're like, oh, but I feel like I'm supposed to like this. That's somebody else's. The moment that you're like, I feel like I'm supposed to, somebody else's energy. Okay? So once you start to fine tune and know and feel with more precision, the more clarity you have. Now, I want you to think about this because I've yet to meet any highly sensitive em- or highly sensitive person or empath who functions the same way, who processes energy the same way. There's some overlap, but nobody's exactly the same. And there are 9 billion or 8 billion people walking around this world, all translating the vibe, all translating the energy in their own way. You can't be them. You can't translate it exactly as they do. So you need to know you. You need to know how you translate energy. And the biggest skill once you can separate yours from someone else's is the ability to hold duality or even multiple energies at the same time. You can hold multiple vibrations at the same time and not be knocked on your butt, okay? So if you've followed me, and many of you have for a while, you've probably heard me talk about the first time I experienced duality. Like the first time I consciously experienced duality was on my yoga mat. And I'd been doing yoga for a couple of years and It was Yoga with Adrienne on YouTube. I always recommend people check her out. She's absolutely lovely. So good at taking you into your body and getting you to engage and feel and and simultaneously be present and breathe. Um, But what happened then is she cued me into a warrior two pose. So I've got one foot forward, one foot back. My feet are pressing down. My legs are pulling together even though they're not moving. My hips are low. My shoulders are stacked. My arms are expanded, but my shoulders are hugging in. I am taking up so much space. And I am at my limit. I'm like, oh my God, this is my edge. But I'm so strong. Like I've never felt more confident in my warrior two pose. I was like, I am nailing this. This is a whole hearted, fully embodied warrior two pose. And at the same time I felt that, I was like, holy crap, I could crumble like a cookie. Like I could go down, but I knew that I wouldn't. Those are two big emotions. They were opposite ends of the scale. I am so strong. I am about to collapse. And I was like, I've never felt more whole. And it just blew my mind. It didn't add up. These are opposite ends of the spectrum. I was always told I have to be one thing. And when I finally let myself just relax into it, I realized how much more I could feel and how far away those emotions could be. So you can feel this too and not be pulled apart, not be overwhelmed by it. We feel energy naturally and we tend to override it. 
right? We tend to override, oh my gosh, this is it. So I'm going to give you a couple of examples of duality, how to hold it, what to do, because I want you to recognize in your life where you're doing this to so you can clean up your energy, right? You can fully embody alignment within yourself. So the first example I'm going to tell you about is the other day, like I've just, I have felt busy. I felt like I'm always on the go lately. And so I've promised myself I have a goal for the next three months and I'm going to lock her down and I'm going to accomplish this goal. And yet stuff comes up and I'm like, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, I'll go there. Yeah, I'll hang out with you. Like Janice, you are not really locking down. So I'm going to call myself out on my own self-sabotage. And the one thing that I did was it's March. My friends are tapping trees and collecting sap for maple syrup. And I was like, I'm going to go because I love it. I love it. And then I was like, no, Janice, no, you just signed up for another thing. We talked about this. We've literally talked to ourselves about this. And I was like, oh, crap. Oh, yeah, I did. And so I was like, I'm not going to back out because I feel like a complete douchebag doing that. But I was so frustrated at myself. And I was like, cool, I can let that frustration just have free reign. Or I can hold that frustration and I can hold the energy that I'm a powerful individual and that every choice I make is the right choice. It's all going to work out. Like it is okay. This is just part of the journey too, right? Because the mind wants to intervene and go, you told yourself you weren't going to do this and you did. And now we're going to be frustrated and now we're going to be moody and it's just going to suck. But it doesn't have to. It doesn't matter what choice you make. It can be amazing. It can be incredible in every way. And so it's like, cool, I'm going to be frustrated and I'm going to hold the frustration. I'm not going to push away. I'm not going to resist it. And as an empath and a highly sensitive person, you know when you are resisting something. If you can just find the flow in it, you're going to have an incredible, possibly miraculous experience. That's just how it goes. When you understand the energetics and you're like, cool, I'm throwing on the brakes and I'm pushing away and I'm pushing against, you know you got to flip that coin and go, I'm here for it. I can still be frustrated at myself. I can still be mad about this, but I'm here for it. We're still going to go. So we think that we have to have this perfect. We think we have to have like squeaky clean energy. And I've talked about squeaky clean energy. You can hold more than that and still have a miracle. So off I go to my friend's place and I get there. It's a beautiful sunny day. It's mild. It's gorgeous. There's a little creek. You can hear the water and it's just stillness and it's beautiful and I had another friend show up a little bit before me and she's like, I've been tapping trees. Do you want to take the drill and do some tapping? And I was like, yeah, sure. And I was like, I'm just going to be here. I'm just going to tap the trees. And if you've never tapped trees for maple syrup, if you ever get the chance to do it, it's fun. You drill a hole in the tree and then you take the, it's not a tap. It's kind of a tap, but it's not a tap. There's another word for it. Uh, but basically you slide it in the tree and the sap drains out of it. And on the bottom part is a hook. And on the top part is a lid. So on the hook, you put the bucket to collect the sap. And then the lid comes down to protect it from any like rainfall or sticks or leaves or anything going in the bucket, right? Okay, so now you're all pro maple syrup collectors or tap collectors, sap collectors. And I went to tap the first tree and I was just like, so in the moment that I just stopped and I put my hand on the tree. I was like, I want to absorb this moment. I want to soak it in. I want to be present with all of it. And this tree is part of that moment. And so I just put my hand on the trunk 
and I didn't set an intention. I wasn't like, oh my gosh, I want the best maple syrup and it's going to overflow and it's going to be like high vibrational maple syrup. I didn't try any of that crap. I was just being, there was no resistance. There was no forcing in the moment. And again, as a highly sensitive person and an empath, you can feel when you're forcing it. Your natural flow will always be the most powerful, miraculous thing you have ever accomplished. You have ever experienced. Just allow it. So I just put my hand on the tree and I was like, oh, I just really appreciate this moment. I appreciate feeling the tree, just meeting the tree, just having this experience, knowing this energy. That's just so cool. Okay, now I'm going to tap the tree. So I drill a hole in the tree. I slide the tap in and I like tap it in with a hammer. Tap, tap, tap. And then it clunks. You know you're all the way in. And I put the bucket on. And I put the bucket on quick because I just felt like I just want to collect this whole moment. Right? It, as soon as you slide the, the tap in, then sap starts running out. So you're hammering while, tap, or while sap is coming out. You're tapping it in while sap is coming out. <laughs> And so I put the bucket on quick because I was just like, I just want to collect it. Like, I just want to know, like, I want it to know it's loved. I want it to know it's appreciated. That's all. And so I ended up doing this with every tree, not because I was trying to do anything, just because this is how I exist. And every day I'm existing more and more like this. And it's changing my world in the most profound, incredible ways. Little miracles are happening. Every step I take, every turn I take, every thought I have. It's just been so incredible. So what I did is I did that with each tree. And my friends and I went back and we had peanut butter ice cream that I had made with another friend of mine. And then we went back and we collected some of the sap from trees that had been tapped previously. So we go back to the sugar shack. We check the boiling maple syrup. And this is crazy. If you didn't know this, it takes 40 liters of sap to make one liter of maple syrup. This is nuts. That's so like 40 liters to one liter. And even if you don't like maple syrup, like just think of that conceptually as a quantity. That is a lot to go into one thing. And so I was like, I just so appreciate this. And we headed out for the day because we had to go, my friend and I. But our other friend who, who we were helping messaged us the next day and she was like, the trees that we tapped, the buckets were over half full. She's like, all the other trees that we collected not that long after, like not that long, they had less than a third. And I was like, oh my gosh, all the trees that I just touched, that I just met in the moment, they flowed like crazy. I didn't try and direct it. I didn't try and change it. I didn't try and chase it. I just showed up whole. I showed up with my frustration. I loved it. I accepted it. It was just part of it. And I was like, I'm still going to be present. And the buckets flowed. The taps flowed. Everything just came together. And I was like, guys, that is so cool. That is so, so cool. Now, the other story I want to tell you is one that was more of a inner rage battle, I'll say. I've taken a masterclass with one of my mentors, and if you don't have a mentor, that's cool. They are very helpful in the sense that they will accelerate your growth. Find one that resonates, though, and I, I get it if you're trigger shy, because I've 
hired once in the past that didn't work out, but you'll, you know, if you're on that journey, I can make a whole other, um, podcast episode on it because I, I get the hesitation in the cost and how it works and what if they're not the right person and then you're locked in. I understand. I can do a whole other podcast episode on finding the right mentor, but you guys need to let me know if you're interested in that. Let me know. But this other story of energy and energetics and being highly sensitive and empathic and duality. I was in this master class and it was about leap years. So every four years and just analyzing where we're at and what our context is and really playing the game, showing up to win, playing to win in the games that we are playing. And there's multiple games. Life is a game, but within the game of life, there are multiple games. There's love and there's money and there's career and there's health and there's friendships and business like there's so many different games and as we were doing this and I'm setting a new context for the next four years of my life for who I am for what my life is like and I'm so anchored into this energy because I'm letting myself feel it and as I'm doing that I can feel the universe within me changing I can feel energy changing And there's a difference when you're tuned in, you can feel the difference between your energy and like your life and future changing, the universe changing, like your world changing. And you can feel the difference of other people's energies. So there's three things. It's not just your energy and other people's energies, but you can feel kind of the momentum of the universe change within you as well. And it's a very cool feeling. And I had had done the work, I'd done the context and everything And I was just anchoring into this energy. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. And I feel stuff start to move. And then I got freaking excited. I was like, oh my God, this is so great. Everything I want is happening. And this is what I want. And this is what I want. And this is how I want it. And it's going to happen just like this. And suddenly that depth, there's a depth to the universe moving within you. It, It just got choked out. It went away. And I was like, oh my gosh, I know I did that. I know my excitement overrode it, got involved, choked it out. Oh my goodness. And sometimes we do that. We'll feel the change because we're sensitive beings. And then we choke it out, right? We're planting this garden for, or at least I was for the next four years of my life. The successes, the experiences, maybe how it's going to come about. But I'm staying general because I'm just like, I know where I want to be. I know how I want to feel. And that is enough. I'm going to let everything else feel in. And in my own excitement, I choked out the movement of that because I started to control it. Raise your hand if you've ever done that to yourself. You're like, oh dear. Absolutely. And that's okay. And so in this group, we had been talking about playing to win. And I was like, this is such a stupid question. Everybody here is so much more advanced than I am and that's cool. But I was like, I'm going to ask the question. I'm going to play to win. So I was like, all right, sensitive beings. How do you guys navigate this? Like, what comes up for you when I'm talking about this? Because I want to hold the energy of the universe changing within me. I want to hold the profoundness and the depth and the miracles. And we can hold more than we expect. Like I said, you can hold frustration and be present. You can hold, you know, anger and still be kind. But in this moment, I was like, I literally feel the two parts of me. I feel the universe within me. And then I feel my own excitement, just trying to like grab the reins and be like, this is where we're going. And so I had so many people send back such 
beautiful responses, all of which made me think, right? Somebody was like, it sounds like you've got the feminine energy that you can feel growing within you, that high level trust in the world and the universe and everything that's unfolding. And then your masculine energy jumps on in. And I was like, oh yeah, no, I can see that, right? The masculine is the more rigid, the more controlling, the more like I need a plan and this is how it's going to go. The feminine is the more trusting, right? It's not a gendered thing. We've talked about this before as well. It's not a gendered thing. That feminine, I can ride the waves. I can understand this. I can take the hits and grow and expand and experience the best and I'll still be okay. I could feel that. But then the masculine's like, but this is how it's going to go. And I choked it out. And then somebody else said, it sounds like possibly as a child, you were told not to get too excited about things. And I was like, oh yeah, that's that's a little bit true too. So maybe I come by it naturally. Who knows? I can explore or I could just be like, okay, this is what it is and I understand it. And now I can hold the feminine energy. We'll call it that. The universe moving inside me. I can feel my life changing and I'm excited about that. And I can hold the excitement without it eclipsing that other energy. And the thing is, is if you want to hold the excitement, awesome right? You choose which energy you hold. You choose which one gets the greater power, gets the more focus time, gets the more space to continue growing. But now I've got my excitement in check. I'm still excited. I'm just not trying to control it. So do you notice how I fine-tuned it? I asked the questions, I got some clarity, and I fine-tuned it. And now I can hold both. I can hold the chill watching this grow and evolve I can hold the patience and I can hold the excitement, the giddiness that just wants it to happen now. And so those were the two stories that I wanted to share with you about holding duality. Because I hope it creates a ripple where you understand like, oh my goodness, there are places where you have duality, but one part is outshining the other. And you can hold duality and not let it direct you, not let it guide you, not let it overtake you so that you're just going to be in a bad mood because at one point you felt frustration. So it's all up to you guys. But what I want you to know and what I really want you to take away from this is that you are so capable of holding more. You can hold more energy. You have the capacity. You just have to decide it. You literally have to just decide, okay, I can hold all of this and not be ripped apart. Like I was in my warrior two bows. Oh, I can hold this. Okay. Proven it to myself, right? It's almost like energetically multitasking, but you're not actually doing, you're just being. There we go. You can reflect, contemplate on that. Notice any resistance. Notice where you are, you know, overriding certain energy within yourself. But explore the duality. See where you can hold it. See where you can expand. See if it feels good the way you're holding it. You might have to make some adjustments. But I know that you are capable. I know that you are powerful. That is how you were intended to be right from the start. And I hope that you feel that within you so very much. I'm sending you guys so much love. We'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. My name's Janice Brown. Thank you so much for listening. If it resonates, take a moment to subscribe and follow along, leave a review, or share this with a friend. 
If you have questions you would like me to answer on this podcast or you want to go deeper into this work, you can find all that information below. There's my website and a couple of ways to contact me. I would love to hear from you. You guys are absolutely incredible and I am so grateful to share this experience. Have an amazing week.